So now let's go ahead and get into our NFL segment right now. I'm going to go ahead and uh, bring on a special guest right now here on NFL Extra Points as we get ready to roll right into it right now. I'll talk about none other than a good friend here of the show where I've had my, on my podcast uh, plenty of times right now, who's going to be joining right now. I'm talking about none other than uh, Pauly C. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at It's Me, Pauly C. Holly C, what's going on? Welcome to On Deck, man, and uh, thanks for joining us right here. Uh, get ready to talk some conference championship weekend. How you doing, my man? time by the record you'll probably ever hear Polly C be humbled on the show and call me right on something (laughs) I'll just mess with you man man. well hey glad to have you on real quick hey real quick before we go any further right now since we're talking with the NFC real quickly uh I know you probably uh heard uh yesterday uh with the Bears before we move into the Packers one of the biggest news they announced uh Sean Desse who's our new defense coordinator they seem to promote from within right now to replace uh, Chuck Pagano right now. Uh, any uh, quick thoughts on that? Because I got to be honest with you, I'm not sure if I'm like totally crazy about the move. It almost seems like this is something they might be be okay being comfortable with and not making a progressive change to like fix things. What's your quick thoughts on that? What's that say for the Bears going forward? Yeah, well, I don't know who they were going to be able to get in terms of any coordinator out there with a with a highly reputable uh, you know, skill set or reputation. They, you know, just because of the shakiness of what's going on with Nagy and Ryan Pace, and you know who who's going to come in here when both the head coach and the general manager are on the hot seat, right? So I think it was kind of forced. I mean, I, you know, I know you and I have talked before offline. I, I was. I was kind of hoping, you know, because I am a Dyer Bears fan. Mike Singletary, I know that he had interviewed for the job. Uh, you know, not sure how much better the defense would have been with him, but it, I think it would definitely, uh, you know, it definitely may, would have made me feel good as a Bears fan in, in the sense. Uh, but, I mean, I think it was the one only move they could have made, honestly. And you know what? I guess I'm, I'm okay with it. I mean, he's a disciple of uh, Vic Fangio, as I report. They call him Doc. So, so, you know, so because of his, uh, he has a doctorate uh, from a 
you know, university. I forget what under what what was his uh for why what education, but I um yeah, I'm okay with it. You know, we'll see. We'll see. The fact that he was he learned under Big Fangio, he knows the defense well. I think it's the best possible move they probably could have made, seeing as how both the the head coach and the general manager are on the hot seat. No doubt, and uh, getting right back to the SU championship game right now, uh, aside from aside from Thursday, now the Packers, who have been having one uh, heck of a year, uh, sweeping the Bears uh, this season, uh, might I add, too, uh, right now. Uh, but yeah, uh, unfortunately, but right now the Packers uh, find themselves in a the position right now where they haven't hosted a home championship game in over 13 years, and which, by the way, it happened to be another quarterback, which wasn't named Aaron Rodgers. It was actually Brett Favre, who was the last one to do that back in the 2007 season, 2008. Losing a heartbreaker in overtime, thanks to a gift of interception by Brett Favre, who always uh, has been suspect to take care of the ball in his career, despite his passing achievements. But you look at this year right now, you heard Aaron Rodgers always say he wanted to have uh, this NFC Championship game at home. Uh, the way things were clicking. I always keep saying, though, with the quarterback, with uh, Jordan Love, who they took in the first round of the draft this year, this guy has been more demanding of himself lately. And right now, I, I think uh, it's probably the best. It's a little fire under Aaron Rodgers right now. Uh, right now, what's your current pulse going into this game right now? You look at the Bucks right now. They're trying to make history, be the first team to get to the Super Bowl with Tom Brady willing them there in Tampa, uh, what is your early uh, instincts going into this game uh, for tomorrow, which will be the first game of this uh, championship weekend? Well, uh, I mean, I, I think you can kind of reflect on it. I, I, yeah, I mean, I can't see how there would be somewhat of a little bit of a fire underneath them. Uh, they have a draft that's, you know, right now as it seems, the heir apparent to Rodgers. Uh, I think Rodgers still has got a good – years left in him so I don't think it's anything he has to worry about I don't think he's going to be looking for a shadow you know but you know but uh I, I do yeah I do think that uh you know he's definitely got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder and uh you know it's it, you know this first time in his career it seems that him and the high coach are on the same page and I mean, he won a Super Bowl basically with a Horrible relationship with with uh, McCarthy, and, and yeah, he's uh, and I've said this to you before. Uh, I think in one of our previous uh, meetings that uh, Packers are a different animal this year. They just seem to be clicking on all all cylinders, and they, you know, not just the offense, but the the defense. The defense is really good, and what I like about this particular matchup, you have two of the greatest quarterbacks of probably in the last ten years going going at each other in a playoff game, in a meaningful game. Not that they've ever faced before, but one where there's a lot on the line, a conference championship, you know, before they, Brady moved over to the NFC, we'll probably never see this matchup. So, and if you just really quickly look over at the AFC, it's, like you almost, it's almost like a passing of torch in the ways. You know, you have two young quarterbacks up and coming, leading their teams to their conference, you know, final game, and you have two of the old guards battling it out to see who can probably get one more – good run in so uh it's uh it's exciting and this is a different Packers team I do think they're, they're the favorites of of this particular game and it's I mean I said this chat to you before Aaron Rodgers has thrown more touchdown passes this year than 
their offense is punted. <laughs> and so he's just, he's just, uh, he's got a look in his eye. I, I, you know, he just, he's just operating like a man on a mission now. And uh, as good as the Bucks have been, uh, I'm not sure it's going to be enough. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I, I'm I wouldn't necessarily say that. I wouldn't dismiss it. But however, too, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. When you overall look at his career, too, I mean, when you look at everything he has been doing right now, I mean, just his quick release. I mean, the only biggest thing too right now, or I get a little concerned with right now, I really do believe the pressure is on Aaron Rodgers more so than Tom Brady, and for these reasons right here, I mean, you've never been able to host a game at home in front of Lambeau Field. You kind of got set up where you're at right now. I mean, this is a guy that people want to still, like, entertain with possibly being put in the GOAT argument right there. Yet, on the other hand, you got a guy like Tom Brady, who's been dealing with a lot less for much longer. He's had some help over the years, don't get me wrong, but been proven to be the ultimate winner right here. And when we uh, take a look at it, I think one of the key things right now the way they've been protecting uh, Rodgers uh, so far. I mean, this offensive line right now, for the first time in a long time, uh, they have not given up any uh, sacks uh, so far. And, uh, I mean, it was the last time you could really say that. It was probably like last year in the CL Seahawks game and then the opener against the Giants a few years ago. Uh, excuse me. I mean, the last time where he's ever started off a, a playoff game was zero sacked. And he had to go all the way back when he was a fill-in against the Seattle Seahawks back in 2007 right there. So, which leads me to this real quick here. Uh, how, how much do you think this game is going to be won, more particularly at the live scrimmage, uh, for this one to come out here? Uh, well, I, you know, being a Bears fan, haven't seen Rodgers up close all these years. I guess. I can tell you just for first-hand account, man, he, it's, you know, the defense at Bucks are going to have their hands full. I mean, Rodgers, just, he just does not make mistakes. And, you know, you talk about his, his you know, his back, he hasn't, you know, hasn't been sacked. Yeah, and, and you're right, they have an all-pro center, and they have a really good offensive line. But a part of that, too, is because of Rodgers. You know, he, you know, first off, he doesn't, I don't think, get enough credit for his elusiveness with his feet. Not because I mean, he doesn't have to. He doesn't, he's not really a running quarterback, but he, he can be elusive when he wants to. And he is the best quarterback in the league against the blitz. You cannot blitz him. Okay? And, and he just has such this quick – he has a quick release. And he just, he, you know, he's just – in terms of QB intelligence, he's, he's up there. And he know he's seen every defense. He knows what the defense is going to try to do. And he just, you know, he, he can't, you know, he can't really stop him. You can slow him down. You can slow him down, but you can't beat him. That's why, and I've mentioned this to you before in conversations past, that I always felt that his kryptonite, the best defense schematically against him, was the cover two, the base cover two. You know, was essentially, a, you know, the two, a two deep safety shell went with uh, a, a base four, three, and a, you know, four defensive line. That's the only way you can disrupt them. You have to get to them. You're, you're four, four down linemen, getting after them, just collapsing the pocket, not allowing him to step up and, and cross, create havoc. And, and then everyone drops back into zone coverage. That's the only way. 
to slow them down. Uh, but if, if you don't, then I mean, he's just he's just gonna throw underneath. He's just gonna dink and dunk. He'll find the open guy and and just he'll be dead by a thousand cuts. He'll just he'll just throw underneath all all day. So. Um, it, I, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, you know, uh, Adam, Adam Sue, right. I believe is with the, you know, with the box. So I think he, he'll be, uh, he'll be a key factor in this game. He, you know, I'm going to be looking to him to the walk in the middle of the line. And, you know, he cannot allow Rogers to step up into the pocket. No pun intended with being stepped up. Aaron Rogers knows too well about that with Dominic and Sue, speaking of which. Well, I tell you what, too, another interesting uh, thing that's going to be in this uh, interesting in this match right here. I mean, you saw some two great coaches go at it last week, right? They were real tight uh, with Matt LaFleur and, of course, Sean McVay. I mean, Sean McVay, who I've been, like, real fond of since coming into this league, how innovative he is. But then you look at what LaFleur has been doing, like, in year number two right now, and just be able to look at past, like we mentioned earlier, uh, getting over the fact you already got Jordan Love uh, drafted right now. I mean, Talk about, like, a guy who hasn't had much help as far as, like, enough, like, offensive weapons around him with Aaron Rodgers. But then you look at the other side of it, too, uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now. Of course, Brady's got his guys with him right now. He's been able to recruit uh, Rob Gunkrowski, uh, able to get Antonio Brown, which has been uh, – who's only played, like, about six, a little over 60 snaps in uh, two games. He's been, like, the third most uh, targeted – wide receiver in here, how much do you think coaching is going to play effect, effect into this right now? Because you got a guy like Bruce Arians who's just in a similar boat like LaFour right now. Last time he's been in this situation was five years ago, come, coming up short to the Panthers. Well, you got a guy like LaFleur a year ago loses to the 49ers in San Jose, San, I mean, Santa Clara, San Francisco. Oh, kind of that, man. I mean, it, it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Uh, you're gonna see the battle, you know, yeah, battle of X's and O's. Then uh, half time adjustments will be key. And I always uh, believe that the tall, or, you know, a telltale sign of uh, how good a head coach is is not in the first year of them being a head coach, but the second year. Right. You know as well as I do. Uh, you know, especially in football, but more than probably any other sport with X's and O's. And you know, game film the way they really prepare and stuff. You know, the first year it's kind of like uh, you have the element of surprise. You know, the teams are just figuring you out. They really don't know how to attack you. And I, and I, not to bring it back to the Bears, but I mean that's why I was always uh, holding my breath in terms of Matt Nagy after that first year. It's like okay, you know, now let's see what happens now that the NFL has had a chance to adjust because they all, you know, they always do. You know, it's like. Everybody, they're going to adjust you. They're going to find out your tendencies, what you like to do, what you know, what plays you certain schemes you like to run. So the fact that the floor has accelerated, he's gotten better in the second year. Uh, and, and I think, uh, if I heard cor uh, correctly, him and Rogers got together all the off seasons, uh, talked, you know, uh, talking over what they wanted to do, and blah blah blah, blah and just. I think you're seeing the fruits, the fruits of that labor. You're seeing in the floor start to. I mean, that, that's why I keep going back to that stat that uh, just blew me away. With throwing, he threw more touchdown passes than they did punted 
and uh, I, off the top of my head, I don't know how many interceptions does Aaron Rodgers even have this year, right? Uh, not not even ten, right? Uh, uh, so uh, he's just he's looked as good as he's ever had, and, and you said it with they really don't have that complimentary receiver that they had in years past, like Jordy Nelson. 48, 48 touchdowns, five interceptions, to be exact. Probably like the best touchdown interception ratio ever I've ever yeah. seen. Not taking away from any of the Packers receivers. They're really good. They really are. They got, uh, but I mean, yeah, uh, in terms of talent, probably, you know, not as, uh, not as, uh, right now, they're just, they're just young guys, but probably not as talented as some of his better receivers that he's had previously, but he's getting it done with them. And that just tells, shows you how important the quarterback position is. They, those the good and great quarterbacks, you know, Rodgers, Ezreal Brees in there, Brady. You know, they make people around them better. And and for Rodgers, for the first time in his career, to uh, be in sync with his head coach, I just I think that's just a huge factor. And, and kudos to Tom Brady, you know, being able to get it done on, a, on another team and, you know, in another you know, separate conference uh, at his age. Uh, it's just – you know, I keep everyone keeps thinking, including myself. Man, all right, he's got to be hanging it up to him. He's got to, he's got to be walking away. But I, I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's rolling. Well, like I said, too, aside from this right now, I mean, their offense has been clicking. But, I mean, when you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now, they got a pretty good stagnant defense in themselves right now. And I mean, since us, uh, I mean, overall, I mean, like uh, takeaways. I mean, this season right now, they're ranked uh, fifth. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and call for the upset. I just, I just have a feeling right now. The time is now. Cold weather does not seem to be a factor. I mean, they right now, for the most part, I believe are three and zero in those games. And I, I gotta just, I gotta tell you. I mean, right now, they've been playing some patient football as far as like coverage wise on the defense, and their run game is starting to click right now too. So I, I feel like they got like a much better more determined, uh, aggressive attitude right now. Uh, go ahead, you, and uh, real quick, a uh, prediction for the AC championship game. Uh, sure. five, score prediction. What do you got yeah. in the Super Bowl, basically? Well, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go, uh, I do think the Packers are going to win. Uh, I, I, I think it'll be closer. I think it'll be a pretty close game. I don't think it'll be a blowout. But uh, the problem with, uh, uh, that the, you know, people have had with the Packers this year is that, they can't sustain, you know, you can, you know, they can't, they haven't been able to slow Aaron Rodgers down for four quarters. It's like they hold them down, hold them down, hold them down. And then they just, they just wear you out. And then, then and all of a sudden in that third and fourth quarter, that's when all of a sudden you start to see uh, the Packers like uh, take advantage of this stage. And, 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 you know, it's like trying to hold back the blood. And, uh, I mean, we're basically for the Bucks to win and, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers offense have to have their worst game of the season, basically, at the most critical time. And I'm not, I, I don't, hey, it may be his game is embarrassment, but I don't know if that's going to be having the best guy. Uh, so I think the Packers are going to win, and uh, I'd say they'll win by at least 10 points. Uh, uh, but uh, as far as the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and Bills, I got the Chiefs. Uh, it might, I might have had a different opinion if Mahomes hadn't been uh, you know, cleared by concussion protocol, so he is going to play. 
Um, Chiefs are just the same thing. They're, they're, I think they're like the equivalent of the Packers of the AFC. They're just, a, they're just another breed of animal. They're, that offense is just so high power, high, high scoring. And the problem with the Bills is their, their offense. It's not their defense. It's their offense. You're not going to shut out. You're not going to slow it down. What did they keep the Ravens still like? It's three point, ten points up until like, I, I, I just don't see that happening. I think the Bills' bigger problem is that it, it just their offense. You know, they just have not been able to generate uh, a good amount of points against uh, you know really good teams, and and uh, it's just going to be. I think it's going to be tough for them to match and go toe to toe with that Chiefs offense. I'm sure the Bills' defense, they're going to show up. They're going to create havoc but they're, they're going to slow them down. They're not going to stop these. So I got Chiefs and Packers in the Super Bowl. I'm going to go with uh, Bucks, Bills, off uh, Reason. I feel like the Chiefs right now could be a little bit slowed down right now. They're not wowing, but don't get me wrong, they also got a good defense in their own right. Paul, I see always a pleasure having you on, uh, keeping tabs with you, uh, definitely knowing you uh, on and off uh, here. Uh, but just want to just continue to wish you well. Uh, once again, you can follow this gentleman right here on Twitter and Instagram. At it's me, Paulie C. Forty Seven. All enjoy the games and uh, catch up with you soon. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, thank you so much. Likewise, my man. You take care. Take care. Right, bye bye. And once again, that was uh, Pauly C right there, too. Now, a big uh, significant uh, injury, too, going to this game. Don't forget, Tom Pelissero did mention that uh, Antonio Brown, he is ruled out for tomorrow's game, uh, I believe, with a knee injury going into this uh, matchup. Uh, we heard about this uh, yesterday. But uh, right now, we'll see how much that's going to be effective. But remember, Antonio Brown, he's been the third most uh, targeted uh, receiver in this uh, game. And this was confirmed by Bruce Arians. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, hit a break real quick, a quick two-minute break, and we're going to go into the ASU Championship game. You're watching Listen on Deck on CSR.